We're going to talk meat now on the country, but before we do, with the National Livestock Manager for AFCO, Tom Young, I want to revisit as we're going to all this week, one year on, Cyclone Gabrielle. Uh, Tom, you live in Hawke's Bay, you're about 20 minutes uh, west of Napier and Hastings. What are your memories? How's the recovery going? Because I know you've got a wee life sentence block as well. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, hi Jamie. Uh, Yeah, so obviously coming up a year since um, the big event. Oh, my memories from that that night were just um, probably an incredible amount of rain and, 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 and the sound almost like a jet engine all night blowing. Um, so it was pretty fierce. And then as the, as the sun came up, we could sort of see the damage, you know, the flooding that was sort of occurring and and then found out once we could get to town two or three days later because the road just sort of blocked with debris and silt and what have you that... Um, you know, dams or stop banks have burst and, and, you know, towns and parts of towns and orchards and vineyards and things have been flooded. So, yeah, sort of the first day or two, thought it was quite a, um, obviously a big flood, but then found out a day or two later just how serious it was. I reckon every New Zealander should drive through the Esk Valley. That That, that is sobering. In <clears> fact, <throat> it's more than sobering. It's haunting what happened there. Yeah, I think it's very confronting, isn't it? Because everyone who's coming in from Taupo to, to Napier has to go through there and see that. And, and when you see it now, it actually looks a million times better than it did, you know, a day or two after the event. So it's actually looking much, much better, and it's still um, terrible. You know, there's still a long way to go. Yeah, but it's it's only one of many valleys. Yeah. You know, so if you go, you know, you follow your nose and you go from Napier to Warrell, that you can see the devastation up through there. You've got Dartmoor Valley over at Pookie Tap. You know, there, there are plenty of places anywhere where there was a sort of a river system or a creek system that have, um, you know, the damage is quite immense, really. Now, it's been well documented what's happened to the horticulture industry on the east coast of the North Island. Perhaps less well documented uh, is what's happened in the back country for the sheep and beef farmers. Yeah, so I think so. Like, you know, you when you get up high, whether you're flying in a plane or a helicopter or on standing on a steep hill in some of this back country around here or heading up towards Wairau, you can see, you know, big big areas of land that are, that are gone, you know, so 20 to 30 to 40% of people's grazing land's gone. Um, but on top of that, not, not just not just loss of pasture, but loss of livestock, infrastructure, fencing, water systems, tracking. So, you know, it'll be a long time before it heals up you know, the slips heal up if they ever do and, and farmers get their properties back into some sort of resemblance of normality and get systems going again. So, yeah, plenty of work ahead yet for these poor people. Yeah, and it's been a bit of a double whammy because it's coincided with the season of poor prices. So let's have a look at uh, uh, the prices for red meat at the moment. And, Tom, what you can do is the bloke who sets the schedule every Friday to improve the lot of the New Zealand farmers. Yeah, yeah, well, thanks. No, no pressure, pressure no pressure, Tom. No pressure, no, no. Thanks for that. Well, there are there are a few green shoots. Um, so the biggest challenges for, for AFCO at the moment, um, we you know, stock supply is quite slow. So, you know, we, we've got plenty of grass around the country and, and factories are only running sort of three or four days a week. But I don't think it's peculiar just to AFCO. Everyone's struggling with it. Uh, throughputs, but you know numbers are slowly building, but markets are also improving a wee bit. So you know the beef, just starting with beef, you know we're seeing some good demand for beef round cuts out of China. So beef round cuts are your knuckles, top sides, clods, all those sort of big chunky bits of beef. Um, so that we're getting pretty stable pricing there, and South American pricing is dropping. 
so, you know, Chinese buyers like New Zealand product. Um, South American products probably not quite as good a quality, and the shipping times are less reliable. So, you know, we do get a premium on other countries for, the, for our meat, and that's a pretty good example there. Uh, the American beef kills slowed down, uh, so the cattle herd needs to be rebuilt. Um, so we're starting to see a little bit of upside there on, on the um, on the grinder beef, and we're hoping to see sort of upside the, for the remainder of the year. Uh, chilled steak cuts are going well into various markets around the world for prime prime cattle, so that, that's, that's sort of ticking on all right. On the lamb side of the business, French racks are still in good demand through you know US, US and Europe. Um, uh, we've also got um, good sales of lamb legs to Europe and the UK, and we're getting closer to back towards the sort of traditional pricing level, really. So the markets are sort of trying to creep up. Um, other markets are opening up outside of China for lamb forequarters, so that used to be you know probably the country where most of lamb forequarter went. But now the price of lambs obviously come back. Um, other markets globally are prepared to buy it. So a bit of competition. We think that um, things will start easing up going forward. So I don't think all is lost yet. Are you game to say that the lamb schedule has bottomed out? Um, no. But I would say if it hasn't bottomed out, it's very, very close. But we don't... We don't sort of know yet once we get the, the big volume through the plants, which we haven't seen yet, and we're running it five, six days a week, then we'll see what the market can handle when when we, you know, when those big offerings of meat are taken, taken to the world. Well, we'll catch up in a month or two's time and have a yarn about that. In the meantime, good luck with the recovery. I know you had to get out the old fencing gear and do a bit of fencing on the live sentence block. <laughs> yeah, well, funnily enough, I did some of it, and now I've got a professional fencer coming to do the the roadway because I figured um, it's better to have someone know what they're doing than a rough job when everyone drives past. Well, exactly, you've got to have that roadside <laughs> fence dead straight, Tom. Your wise decision. Hey, thanks for your exactly. time. Good luck putting in the recovery. Lovely, thank you.